It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys. I told you guys we'd be back here for the My Bookie Picks, getting them in here on a Saturday, and of course, getting them in early because we've got Saturday football to look forward to a pair of games in the NFL as well as the start of bowl season in college football. So, really excited about that. Uh, Kind of signals the start of draft season as well. Uh, I'll have my first mock draft posting soon, hopefully sometime next week. So uh, looking forward to that. You know, been working on that a little bit the last couple days. So excited to get that going and get that out to you guys. Uh, so of course today, my bookie picks. We'll take a quick look at the injury report for Panthers and Saints, at least who's been practicing on Thursday and Friday, because of course they get to practice, they have their practices a day later because of the Monday night game, so the official injury report, or at least the status, is not out yet, that'll be out later today, but we can look and see who is, excuse me, who, who's been practicing and who looks like they are good to go. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk injury report, and then we'll talk my bookie as well. Of course, uh, shout out to my bookie uh, as far as their great service. You know, you guys know we've been dealing with my bookie for weeks now, and they've just been a fantastic, fantastic service to us. Uh, I, I really don't have to explain much to you guys, but. Uh, j- you know how great they are. You know the site is so easy to use. You know it's it's easy to win money with my bookie, and they pay you uh, really upfront. Uh, so here's the thing, guys. If you if you're the kind of person that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing numbers on the roulette, then you can create a big parlay with my bookie. All you have to do is pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you can turn one hundred dollars into $600, and they've got so much you can bet on, not just the NFL, but they've got just about any sport and really anything you can think of, so whatever you want to bet on, you can pretty much do it at my bookie. Uh, so they're the one bet I know you guys will be happy with all year. Uh, we really trust these guys here at the Locked On Network. Again, they've been great to us for a long time. They've been in business for years. Their reviews are great. The site is easy to use. It, it's just everything about it is fantastic. Uh, so listen up, guys. Sign up this week, and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. So it's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, be sure to follow at BetMyBookie. That's B-E-T-M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They will personally respond to every mention and DM. And they've also given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this season. So follow them, cause, and then you'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. So don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code LOCKEDON 
You play, you win, you get paid. So let's jump into the injury report, starting, of course, with the Panthers. So Thursday, you had those that did not participate in practice. Mike Adams, that's been a recurring thing. Him, him and the other veterans, Thomas Davis, Julius Peppers, they basically get a rest day on the first day of practice. Though Mike Adams was listed with a wrist injury as well, but... Uh, doesn't really seem to be a factor because he ended up practicing in full on Friday. Uh, Chris Clark was out with a knee injury. Graham Gano was out with a left knee injury. And Rashawn Galden was sick, basically. He was listed with an illness. So they did not practice Thursday. Uh, Cam Newton, as has been the story all season, limited Thursday and Friday with that right shoulder injury. Also, Kwan Short was limited Thursday with a calf injury, but then was actually downgraded to out on Friday. So obviously he's the big name right now to keep an eye on for Saturday, whether or not he practices and what his status will be for Monday night. But that's that's the interesting thing there. As far as everybody else, they were all full practice on Friday. Adams, Clark, Davis, Galden, and Peppers. They were full go. So... Uh, the only the only players that did not practice Friday were Gano and Kwan Short. As for the Saints, um, not really much to look at. They have a pretty light injury report, which is really good for Week 15. Uh, the only player that did not practice at some point this week was tight end Eric Swoop with a knee injury, and then he was actually. Not on the injury report at all on Friday. And if I'm not mistaken, that is because the Saints actually cut Eric Swoop on Friday. So he did not he did not last very long. He actually only lasted one day with the Saints. So he did not practice Thursday and Friday. He's back on the free agent market. Uh, everybody else listed on the injury report was limited Thursday and Friday. Tackle Teron Armstead with a pectoral injury. Safety Kirk Coleman, of course, the old buddy with the elbow injury. And then tackles Andrews Pete with an ankle and shoulder injury. And Ryan Ramchick with a shoulder injury. Again, they were all limited Thursday and Friday. But I would imagine they're probably at least good to go for Monday. Again, we'll keep an eye on Saturday's injury report to see what their official status is. But, again, the fact that you only have a couple players listed on the injury report for Week 15 is pretty darn good. So, And really for both teams. I mean, even with the Panthers, you know, a bunch of players listed as full participants, but still, being a full participant is not too shabby. Um, you know, only having Cam Newton limited and Gano and Short uh, injured Again, at least as far as the players that are active, not talking players like uh, Daryl Williams and Matt Khalil. But for the most part, uh, a pretty nice job staying healthy throughout the season. Now it's just a matter of actually getting these players going and getting these wins and hopefully springing the big upset. But uh, we talked, of course, about the... We, we, we already know how big of a game this is for the Panthers, and we talked about... Uh, the playoff implications of this game and some of the other teams in the NFC, namely the Vikings. So uh, check out Friday's show if you want to go back and hear my thoughts 
on that. But bottom line is this is a big big game for the Panthers, pretty much a must win. Uh, and if the, the Dolphins can upset the Vikings, that will really open up the door for Carolina to backdoor their way into the playoffs. <laughs> so that's a quick look at the injury report. Again, we'll, we'll talk about the... Uh, the my bookie picks, but I also want to touch real quick on the Pro Bowl, as of course, uh, you know, you guys have had a chance to vote vote your favorite players into the Pro Bowl. Well, Pro Bowl Pro Bowl voting ended uh, just the other day, uh, Thursday actually, and we will actually find out on Tuesday who will be. On the Pro Bowl, or at least the initial list of players who will make it to the Pro Bowl. Because, uh, of course, we know uh, injuries happen. And, of course, the teams that make the Super Bowl, their players won't participate in the Pro Bowl. But I uh, just want to run through at least some of the notes that they had as far as vote-getters. Uh, someone the Panthers are about to see Monday night, Drew Brees, was actually the top vote-getter. Uh, led all NFL players in fan votes for the Pro Bowl. So, obviously, he'll he's in line to go to the Pro Bowl if the Saints do not make the playoffs. Or, I'm sorry, if the Saints do not make the Super Bowl, excuse me. He ended up with almost 1.3 million votes. And then the only other player with over a million votes was Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs with almost 1.2 million and then the rest of the top 10 was Saquon Barkley of the Giants. Then a pair of Rams, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff. Zeke Elliott of the Cowboys. James Conner and Antonio Brown of the Steelers. Alvin Kamara of the Saints. And Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. So they were the top 10 players as far as total votes for the Pro Bowl. And then... They also break it down by the leading vote-getters by position, and no surprise, Luke Keekley led the NFC inside linebackers with about 350,000, and he was the, he turned out to be the only uh, vote-getter, or as, as far as the leaders for the Carolina Panthers. Of course, we'll see the rest of the uh, NFC and AFC roster. You know, for for what it's worth, the rest of the position leaders in the NFC were Breeze at quarterback, Barkley at running back, Odell Beckham at receiver, Zach Ertz at tight end, uh, Teron Armstead at tackle, Zach Martin at guard, Max Unger at center, uh, Will Lutz of at kicker, so already a bunch of Saints there on offense, not really a surprise. Uh, return specialist Tariq Cohen, Demarcus Lawrence at D end, Aaron Donald at D tackle, Khalil Mack at outside linebacker, again Luke Keekley at inside linebacker, Kyle Fuller at corner, Adrian Amos at strong safety, Eddie Jackson at free safety, Michael Dixon, the Seahawks punter, and Mark Zocha. Uh, of the 49ers at special t as the special teamer. So that's kind of a quick glance at the Pro Bowl. And again, we'll see if any other 
Panthers players were selected to the Pro Bowl, um, I would I would imagine someone like Dante Jackson should uh, should at least be considered for the Pro Bowl, and then very possibly Christian McCaffrey as well. Those those are just a couple guys that I think would stand out as the best possible Panthers to get a Pro Bowl nod. And again, with injuries and players just deciding to sit out, whatever the case may be, uh, you're, you're going to see more and more alternates as the weeks go on. But th- uh, Tuesday night on, I believe, the yeah, on the NFL Network, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, is the... Pro Bowl special, the where the NFL Network will, will reveal the players for the Pro Bowl. And again, they are going back. I believe they are going back to the. Uh, I believe they went back to the AFC and NFC. Yeah, I think they did it last year. They went back to the AFC versus NFC scenario. I I don't know how big of a fan I was. I was kind of indifferent, like kind of meh on the whole you know, fantasy Pro Bowl thing and had, like, Team Irvin against Team Rice or whatever the case may be. You know, it, w- it was, was always neat to just see AFC versus NFC. But that's the Pro Bowl. That's obviously um, a ways away. I'll actually be in Mobile the week leading up to the Pro Bowl because that's the week of the Senior Bowl. And, of course, hoping to get a couple episodes in live from senior bowl practices so definitely looking forward to that uh so we'll take a quick break come back and we will jump over to my bookie to make the week 15 picks over in the nfl and then maybe even touch quick on the start of the bowl season in college football but before we get into that of course i want to do a couple quick shout outs here one door sponsor and then of course and also one note here at the Locked On Network. Of course, Locked On Podcast Network is doing unprecedented things on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, e- even on Twitter, uh, if you follow the Locked On NFL Network, they retweet all the hosts. So you get a nice timeline of all the hosts and all their thoughts. Uh, and if you follow them on Instagram, you can hear the clips from the different shows. So it's, it's really neat to get kind of a centralized um, spot for all the thoughts and takes from all the uh, locked on hosts, both NFL and NBA. So you get uh, your thoughts during games, you get breaking news, you get the local perspective. Uh, So you get all that feed on Twitter and then on Instagram, you can get the one minute stories and then check out their feed for longer cuts on the biggest store. So follow the locked on Network, Locked On NFL Net on Twitter, and Locked On NBA Net on Instagram. And, of course, a shout-out to our friends over at Action Heat, makers of the world's best battery-heated clothing. It's heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. Action Heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees and are powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours on each charge. Action Heat batteries can also be used to recharge your phone 
or any other gadget while you're wearing them. They're perfect for any friend or family on your holiday list. If you know some someone that loves to ski or hunt or just works outdoors, this is great for them. And they have all, all kinds of clothes like jackets, socks, gloves, hats, base layers, all kinds of stuff. And they're in men's and women's. So we got a great deal for you guys here at Action Heat or here at the Locked On Network from Action Heat. Uh, go to actionheat.com slash locked on or use the coupon code locked on at the checkout to save 20%. And they have products that fit everybody's budget starting at just $39.99. So a good price and a chance here to save even more money. So again, actionheat.com slash locked on. Or use the promo code locked on at the checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your local act- all your favorite acti- outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing. Complemented by an interior built with integrity, the Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. And so we're back, and it is my bookie time here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, we've got Saturday games to talk about here. A doubleheader on the NFL Network, so we will start with that. First at 4.30, it is the Houston Texans taking on the New York Jets. Texans are a seven-point favorite, trying to bounce back from that loss last week against the Colts, which could have won... Well, it would have moved them closer to winning the... AFC South. They wouldn't have clinched the division, uh, but they still have a chance to clinch the division this week, but they need a good bit of help to get there. Either that or they just win two of their final three games. I think they get this one, and I think they cover the seven-point spread. The, you know, the, the Jets have been kind of up and down the last couple weeks, but I think the Jet, or the Texans kind of kick things back into gear uh, and take care of business uh, fairly easily tonight, I think. So I'll take the Texans. And then the nightcap tonight is the Browns taking on the Broncos in what is an intriguing game in the AFC because this is almost this is almost essentially an elimination game. I think uh, these team they would need like some other teams to win, you know, a combo of other teams to win to officially be eliminated. But I think for all intents and purposes, the loser of this game would be out. Because both these teams have seven losses, so the loser here would have eight, and probably at least nine and seven, maybe even ten and six, gets that second wild card in in the AFC. We know the Chargers are pretty much locked up a spot, or have locked up a spot, excuse me, as have the Chiefs, and I think we can say the 
the Texans are in and the Patriots are in. So really there's just three spots. One of them is going to come from the AFC North, the other out of the wild card. So this is a big one. And the Broncos are two and a half point favorites at home. But I actually like Cleveland in this one. Uh, I, I think Cleveland has kind of turned on the Jets a bit. You know, Denver looking to bounce back after a very disappointing loss to the 49ers last week. But I really like the way the Browns are playing, and it would not surprise me for the Browns to win their final three games and get to 8-7-1, actually finish with a winning record, and maybe it's possible that the Browns could win the AFC North at 8-7-1 if the Steelers lose out. Uh, I don't know if it happens because I think the, the Steelers will still beat the Bengals in Week 17. Uh, and then I think the Ravens probably get to 9-7. and seven. And actually, I think the Ravens end up winning the division. But uh, it's possible the Browns can win out. But I do like them to win this game and essentially eliminate the Broncos, putting them at 6-8. and eight. So uh, I'll, take the, I'll take the Browns in this one and uh, a little bit of an upset. And you get to the Sunday game, starting with the game that I talked about yesterday as one of the big ones in the NFC, the Miami Dolphins against the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are 7.5-point favorites. That feels like a big spread, uh, especially for a Vikings team that uh, you're very interested now what the offense is going to be like now that there's uh, a new guy in, in town, now that they fired John Filippo. I will take the Vikings in this one at home, but I don't think they cover the seven and a half. I think this is going to be much closer. This is probably going to be like maybe a, a field goal type game. I could see Miami hanging in there. So uh, I, I would take Miami with the points. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Vikings to win straight up, but I would, I would take the Dolphins plus seven and a half against the spread. Raiders at the Bengals. Bengals are just a three-point favorite. The Raiders did just bring the upset of the Steelers, but that was home. Now the Raiders got to travel to Cincinnati, uh, and it's you know usually difficult for the West Coast teams to come to the East Coast, though Seattle did it against Carolina. Uh, but I'll take Cincinnati in this one, and I'll I'll, I'll give the three. I'll I'll take the Bengals to cover that three-point spread and. Somewhat stay alive in the in the playoff hunt, though. I think really the Bengals are just about out of it. Though they can actually still win the division as well at eight and eight. They basically have the same road as the Browns. They would have to win out. Uh, the Steelers would have to lose out, and the Ravens would have to lose to the Browns in Week 17, plus one more loss, be it this week against the Bucks or next week against the uh, the Chargers. Uh, speaking of the Ravens, against the Buccaneers, seven and a half point favorite. Uh, and I I will take the seven and a half there. I, I will take the Ravens to cover the spread. Um, I think the defense is going to get after that Bucks offense. And then the Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson will kind of have his way against that Bucks defense. So give, give me the Ravens and give me them to cover that seven and a half point spread. Cowboys in Indianapolis in a very intriguing game there as well. Colts are a three-point favorite. Colts, of course, tied with the Ravens for that final playoff spot in the AFC, so they're trying to keep pace. And they also have, they also still have hope in the AFC South. 
the Cowboys can clinch the NFC East if they win. Or if both the Eagles and the Redskins lose. Uh, but I will say the Colts prevent the Cowboys, at least for one week, from getting that getting that division title. I say the Colts get this one. I will... I will say it's close, though. I will say it's within the three points. So I will, I'll take the Cowboys with the three points, but I'll take the Colts to win straight up. One of the kind of dud games this week, a game that a lot of people really aren't going to care much about, the Lions are in Buffalo to take on the Bills. Bills are actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and give me the Bills there, especially just two-and-a-half. That means a, uh, a field goal covers that so give, give me that line right there bills bills minus two and a half um we've seen josh allen has improved his play over the last couple weeks i know a lot are just focused on his running game and you know maybe they feel the arm isn't there but josh allen has played a lot better and i think you know once you get some weapons around him and a better offensive line uh I think the Bills have finally settled on their, or have found their quarterback of the future. And then the Lions, uh, a lot of uncertainty there. The offense has been really stagnant. Uh, it, it's just been a mess in Detroit. You know, and you, you wonder, you know, I, I imagine Matt Patricia will be back for a second year, but I know there's, I imagine there's some people curious if he comes back for a second year. I think he does, but uh, the first year obviously has not been good. For Matt Patricia. Packers and the Bears. Uh, of course, last time these two teams met, Aaron Rodgers put on his his Superman cape and led the Packers to that ferocious comeback in Green Bay on the opening Sunday night game of the season. This time it's in Chicago, and obviously the Packers are a much different team than that than the team that won in week one and was undefeated through the first two weeks of the season, because of course the tie with the Vikings. Uh, Bears can actually clinch the NFC North with a win. They are five-point favorites, and I like the Bears, but it wouldn't surprise me to see the Packers keep this close. And you know, I mean, if they spring the upset, then because they still have slight playoff hopes as well, I'll take the Bears. But I'm going to say it's a bit closer than the five-point spread that they are getting. Titans against the Giants. Titans are actually a one-point favorite. But I like the Giants at home in this one. I, I think the Giants have turned it around. I, I think they've figured things out a little bit. Uh, and it's not out of the realm of possibility. Because I believe this team... I mean, you know, pretty tough next week against the Colts. But um, I could see this team getting to at least, you know, possibly 7-9. and nine. You know, beating Tennessee and then maybe taking one from either the Colts or even the Cowboys... Uh, depending on you know if the Cowboys rest some starters or the Giants can just flat out beat them, but I like the Giants in this matchup here against the Titans. So give me them at home with the with the one point, which would really put a stinger to Tennessee's playoff hopes. Actually, the Giants can play a bit of a spoiler in the AFC playoff picture because again they play the Colts next week who are fighting for the AFC spot as well. Uh, the Redskins. Taking on the Jaguars. Jaguars are a seven and a half point favorite. 
Uh, earlier in the season, obviously that would have been pretty pretty expected. As the season wore on, you didn't think they'd be that much of a favorite, but I think the fact that the Redskins are starting Josh Johnson definitely is playing a factor into that. Uh, hard for me to see the... Hard for me to think the Redskins will be competitive now the rest of the season, so I'll take the Jaguars. Uh, but I, do I think they're going to win by at least eight? Nah, I, I think it'll be closer than that. So I'll take—I would take the Redskins with the points, but I'll take—I'll pick the Jaguars to win. Cardinals against the Falcons. Falcons ten-point favorite at home. Uh, again, this, this is a—you know. And SB Nation had the poll, the, I think it was yesterday, asking about the most disappointing team in the NFL. And actually, the majority of the votes went to the Jaguars. My my personal vote for most disappointing team, and I get they've had a lot of injuries, but my personal pick for most disappointing team this season is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I do think they beat the Cardinals this week. But I don't think it's by 10 points. So give me the Cardinals with the points, but I'll take the Falcons straight up. Uh, Seahawks can clinch the number 5 seed. They're in San Francisco this week to take on the 49ers. And they're just a 3.5-point favorite. I mean, it is on the road, but I mean, you, you got to like the way the Seahawks have been playing lately. I I think this is another pretty easy win, just, just like two weeks ago when they throttled the Niners at home. Seahawks get the win here. Lock up that number 5 seed, which of course would... Uh, make the pl- trip the path to the playoffs a little bit more tougher for the Panthers. Uh, the big one in the AFC this week, the Patriots and the Steelers at 425 on CBS. Patriots are a three-point favorite. James Conner questionable, but we saw Jalen Samuels ran the ball very well last week f- for Pittsburgh. Uh, but New England has just seemed to have Pittsburgh's number. We've, we've seen the stats. They're, they won 11 of 13. In this series, I think that, you know, the Steelers were close last year, but I think the Patriots continue that trend, uh, and uh, I will take them to cover the the three-point spread. Sunday night football is the Eagles taking on the Rams, and we know now, it's pretty much been confirmed now that it will be Nick Foles getting the start for the Eagles. It was actually after I talked about this yesterday on the show, uh, there was talk that and I did mention that, you know, Foles was questionable. He then was downgraded to doubtful. Uh, so it's pretty much a given now that Nick Foles will start uh, against the Rams. I don't think you're going to see a repeat of what you saw last year. I think this game can get pretty ugly. Uh, Rams are 13-point favorites. And I'll take them to cover it. I could, I could see the Rams winning this one by two touchdowns. And then we get to the Panthers, who are a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Excuse me. Six and a half point underdog against the Saints on Monday Night Football. Uh, as much as I would like to say the Panthers are going to keep this close, I, I, I just don't see it. I, I I know the Saints offense has been kind of sluggish the last couple weeks, but the, the Panthers just look like they've almost looked like they've given up. They've been close, but they've fallen short. Uh, give me the Saints, and if I'm making a score prediction, I'll say Saints 31, Panthers 20. I'll, I'll say 31-20 Saints, so I'll take the Saints to cover the 6.5-point spread. 
And that is the NFL picks for week 15. Again, it's hard to believe it's already week 15 of the NFL season. And then real quick, you know, we also got the start of the bowl games in college football. So just running through them quick if you guys are interested. It starts with the Celebration Bowl in New Orleans. That, of course, is the game between the SWAC champion and the MEAC champion. In this case, that is Alcorn. It'll be Alcorn State against North Carolina A&T. That's at 12 o'clock. And then 2 o'clock is the New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque. It'll be North Texas against Utah State. Actually, the first game kicks off at 1.30. They just have the New Mexico, Bowl, New Mexico Bowl listed first. North Texas, Utah State at 2 o'clock. 1.30 is the Cure Bowl in Orlando. I believe that is on CBS Sports Network. That'll be Tulane against Louisiana Lafayette. 3.30 is the Las Vegas Bowl. It'll be Arizona State against Fresno State. The Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. That's at 5.30 tonight. That'll be Eastern Michigan against Georgia Southern. And then the nightcap tonight is the New Orleans Bowl. So actually a pair of games in New Orleans. Or I'm sorry. I, I looked at I, I was reading Mercedes-Benz and thought of New Orleans. That's actually in Atlanta. My apologies. The Celebration Bowl is at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And then the New Orleans Bowl, obviously, in New Orleans. So, my apologies. Uh, so, the New Orleans Bowl is tonight at 9 o'clock. That is Middle Tennessee State against Appalachian State. And uh, if you guys are following the draft, <coughs> Jalen Moore, the running back out of App State, will be at the Senior Bowl. So, a chance to see him in the bowl game. And then I'll be excited to see him live in Mobile. So, that's your bowl schedule for tonight and then your week 15 NFL schedule and as always you know of course I haven't done this in the last couple weeks but let's kind of bring back this this lovely tradition the NFL maps give you guys a sense of well for that and we could run through the Sunday games because obviously we already know who's calling the Carolina game, being that it's Monday night, ESPN, so it's our buddies Joe Tessitore and Jason Witten. So if you guys aren't a fan of them, well, sorry. <laughs> uh, our buddies, because you guys have gotten a lot of uh, uh, Kenny Albert and Rondé Barber, uh, they'll actually be in Atlanta for the Falcons against the Cardinals. Uh, it doesn't look like Joe Buck has a looks like Joe Buck has Sunday off. He of course just did the Thursday game. Uh, but you know, for fun, Ron, Rondé Barber, our buddy from the Bucks, in Atlanta, calling the Falcons against the Cardinals. Uh, but Monday night, the lone Monday night game of the season, and really, and of course, the second to last. Monday night game of the NFL season. The Thursday night schedule, of course, is done. And then one more Monday night game after this week. That, of course, will be week 16 when the Broncos take on the Raiders in what is likely the final game ever in Oakland for the Raiders as they are expected to move next week. 
again, so that'll be that'll be one more Monday night game, and then of course you also have a pair of Sunday night games as well, or Saturday games next week. But again, Carolina in the second to last Monday night game against the Saints. So have fun listening to Jason Witten and Joe Testor. Though I I do like Joe Testor, but obviously a lot of people don't like Jason Witten. All right, I've rambled on enough. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. As always, appreciate the support. Uh, Enjoy the games this weekend. Uh, Might be back Monday for one final preview, but if not, enjoy the game Monday night. Uh, Of course, we'll definitely be back Tuesday to wrap it up and start getting getting ready for Week 16 against the Atlanta Falcons. So until next time, Bill Rossetti, at Bill underscore Rossetti on Twitter. Thanks so much for tuning in, and keep it locked locked on with me on Locked on Panthers. And until next time, take care, my friends. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.